0: Welcome to the Texas Home Improvement Super Podcast with Jim Dutton. All the best calls this week throughout the state of Texas. Brought to you by James Hardy Siding, the best siding on the planet. Jill, so you got your pipes fixed, but your concern is, oh, they're going to break again, correct? Yeah, I'm
1: scared to, you know, I had two ceilings collapse. Victor's has been out here, you know, repairing all that. Uh-huh. But I guess I have PTSD or something. I'm just afraid when I start washing and using the dishwasher and all that, they're going to break again. I know that's silly, but it's just very, um, I'm very emotional about it. Yeah. Because, you know, I was here when it happened.
0: Well, understand, though, it's not that the pipes themselves were weak. It's the fact that when the water freezes in it, the pipe expands because the the, the ice... When water freezes, expands, it gets bigger than what the water was, and that's what broke the pipes. So, you know, as long as it they don't freeze again, you're going to be fine. I would not lose any sleep over having to do that. Now, the one thing that uh, I will say is if for people who had old um, uh, galvanized lines and things like that, yes, I would be changing over to PEX in a heartbeat. But if your copper lines were able to be repaired and, and everything looks good. And, and understand, I'm not there looking at but if the plumbers looked at it and said, yes, your pipes are still fine and are made of copper, I would not worry about making the switch.
1: Yeah, your your folks fixed it and, you know, t- turned it on and everything. It's just, I feel like now my house has turned on me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I thought, you know, maybe I just need to go ahead and get the pecs in there and then I won't have any concerns.
0: Yeah. Uh if it was my home, I would just leave my pipes with the copper the way it is. If you want to go to Pex, it is a great plumbing system and I've got I've got nothing bad to say about it. We we change and do Pex plumbing for people all the time, but I don't want you to make the switch just because you, you're afraid simply because pipes froze. That's that truly is not a reason to have to make that switch.
1: Okay, because that that was my concern because uh, someone told me that, I call it red copper or copper red, whatever you call it, it's got red on it, that those are so brittle that they could be leaking and never burst. Now, is that true?
0: Any pipe can do that. Any pipe can get a pinhole in it and have a leak and and not burst. So, no, that's that's not something to worry about. And, and, And I'll tell you how I would equate this. You got a car, you get a blowout on a tire, you put tires on it, the car's still good. You don't need to change out everything. And that's basically what happened to to your home is the pipes froze, they got fixed, you're good to go again.
1: Okay, well, again, I want to compliment uh, your plumbing. Y'all come out here twice for me on the water heater and the re- repair, and they knew I was just, you know, traumatized. and then Sure. Victor's- Victor's folks are just excellent. I mean, I people can't believe I got y'all in here so fast, but it's because I listened to you and I knew who to call.
0: And, and you know, and that's where I I keep pushing people use that website thipro.com, dot com as a resource. Yes. It's there to help people out, and you know, they will help listeners because. They know that you, you guys are loyal customers and, and are going to, you know, do what needs to be done right, not trying to shortcut jobs. And uh, there's a lot of companies out there shortcutting stuff right now, and, and we all need to be careful of that because that's just going to bite us later.
1: Well, I trust you. That's why I called you and I called Victor's. But uh, I just want to say God bless you because it was just, I can't tell you how it was when those ceilings fell in. It was horrible. Yeah. You know, water was spraying all over the place, and I didn't have one of those contraptions to cut the water off, so I called 911, and the fire department came and cut it off. And I, I was—I just can't tell you. It was just horrible.
0: Well, I'm sorry you had to go through that, Jill, but I'm, I'm glad you got taken care of. And if you do need anything, by all means, feel free to call us.
1: Okay. Well, God bless you, Jim. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Jill. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And, you know, uh, understand... A lot of us had pipes freeze. I had two pipes freeze at my house when the power went out because I couldn't keep the walls warm enough at that point. Um, I just I repaired them and I'm, I'm gonna leave those pipes in. I'm not going to replace them. Now, again, if you've had too many breaks or lines shattered, things like that, then yes, I would look at repiping with PEX. But uh, if you have copper pipes, you were able to repair the leaks and, and get the system going right again. There's not a reason that you need to be worried about replumbing the entire home. Josh, how are you today? Hey Jim, I'm doing well. How are you? Wonderful. I got a question. Uh, you know, I bought a house and
2: the shower was missing the handle, and I thought that was going to be a fairly simple replacement. But I guess all the different manufacturers have different stems. Um, they do. And I don't really, I don't really have great access to see what kind of valve I'm working with. I looked. Uh, you know, a different manufacturers' websites to see if I could match up a stem with anything, but I, I truly can't uh, find anything. I'm wondering what options do I have over, other than uh, getting into the drywall on the other side to see what I'm working with.
0: Is the stem that's sticking out still in good shape? Yeah, it is. Okay. They actually make a universal-type handle. Uh, if you go to the box stores like Home Depot... Uh, okay. you'll find it where the where the knobs are and it's got different inserts that they can that you can put into it for uh fi- fitting on to the different manufacturers and that would probably okay. be your best bet.
2: Okay, great. I think that's all I got.
0: All righty, you take care. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, it's 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 one of those things that uh every manufacturer but they it's nice the way they got this little part that you can change out for the different brands. And you don't have to know the brand up front. You got the part there. You can try it on, and that's the one you use. This comes from Adam and Tom Ball. Our plumber fixed a broken PV- PCVC hot water pipe in our attic and won't provide a diagnosis to our warranty company for reimbursement. Coincidentally, the pipe broke during the freeze, but warm water fell through the ceiling How do I resolve this? Well, let's be real here. Warm water fell through the season ceiling because once the pipe broke, it was a hot water line. You started getting water from the hot water heater. The reason the pipe broke is it more than likely froze. And quite frankly, it's probably going to be in your best interest to file it on your homeowner's insurance and not the warranty company. Because more than likely, the warranty company, depending on how your contract's written with them, is not going to pay for all the sheetrock damage. Your, your regular homeowner's insurance will, but they won't pay for the broken pipe itself. So it's kind of a catch-22 type situation. But as far as getting reimbursed, I understand you don't have a diagnosis, but do you have the bill? If you have the bill... You take the bill, you take a picture of the broken area that's been repaired, and you send that into them, and that's how you get away with the argument. But please, just because it was hot water coming through, it's not a coincidence that it happened to break during the freeze. The freeze definitely had something to do with it. And depending on if it's just a little bit of sheetrock, I probably wouldn't bother with my homeowners because it's going to be less than your deductible. But If you got flooring involved, insulation, rebuilding sheetrock, I don't know how much sheetrock you're dealing with here, but it can easily get well over the deductible, in which case I would file with my insurance company. Just a reminder it's a huge help if you subscribe to, rate, and review the podcast. It helps people find us. Dave, this is Jim. How can I help you?
2: Um, Yes, sir. We were, um, I want to avoid. Any more of this water damage from um, upstairs plumbing, and I'm going to go with Peck from my plumbing. But there is a hot water heater up in my attic currently, and I want to get a tankless water system. And I was looking for an exterior uh, manufacturer. Can you do recommend uh, make some recommendations on that?
0: Do you have gas?
2: Well, I have propane, but I'd rather go okay. electric.
0: Well, uh, the electric ones, all of them. That I have ever seen are for indoor use only. Uh, the the gas ones or propane uh, can go outside, but typically the electric ones are all inside. Now, putting it there inside, like, yeah, it well, is. I do is, have it. Go ahead.
2: Go ahead. Um, I do have limited area in the utility room. Okay, I just don't know how you know how much clearance you need, like up next to the washer.
0: Well, yeah, you get into some of the uh, distance that you have to have between things when when you have an electric like that. But I, I got to be honest, I'm not up to knowing what the code is, how far it's got to be from a... I don't think you're going to have an issue with a washing machine. If you had a wash tub, that would be more of an issue than a washing machine. Um, they, they have water he, he, uh, tankless water heaters in the utility rooms all the time. And one of the things that you can do with a tankless, you can do it with tank as as well, but they have a sensor in them that will cut the water off if water starts even just dripping. Um, The way it works is at the bottom of the water heater, it sits on just the sheet metal down there. And so if there's any drip that gets onto that sheet metal and starts running ever so slightly, it basically cuts the water off to that water heater. So you don't have to worry about it making a big mess like what happens with a tank type water heater Uh, that's
2: what i'm talking about that's
3: great yeah thank you
0: yeah so that i think you would be much better off with that than trying to put it outside robbie this is jim how can i help you
3: hey jim uh i am wanting to build a one room cabin Uh, i rehab some wild animals and i'm needing to insulate it i'd like some electricity Um, some heat maybe, and some cooling in there. When I've looked at some barn kits or some shed kits, they've told me that I would have some problems with mold because they're not built for that, and I would also negate any warranty. So I'm wondering what options I might have.
0: They're not built where you can insulate them and heat and cool them?
3: That's what I've been told when I've called up Uh, I think I called up four different companies.
0: Have you talked to the folks over at, uh, there's uh, Tough Shed. Have you talked to those folks? I
3: have not talked to Tough Shed. I've talked to some others.
0: Okay. Uh, Because not only do they make just sheds, but they also make cabins and things like that that are designed for insulation. And even a shed, though, uh, is put if it's put together right, is put together just, Basically like a house. You add insulation, you add interior coating on the walls and you can heat and cool it.
3: Well, that's what I thought. But I was they were very specific about I would negate the warranty because I was changing things in it. And I thought, well, I'm improving it. I'm not doing anything yeah. structurally bad on it.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm almost wondering if if you got a hold of somebody you didn't know what the heck they were talking about. So talk with the guys over at Tough Shed, and I, I think you'll find that, yeah, they, they'll be able to build what you're looking for with no problem.
3: Okay. One other part of the question is what sure. is the difference if I put it on a cement foundation versus if I put it on um, one of those platforms with the leveling blocks?
0: As far as what difference?
3: Wearability, functionality.
0: You know you said you're gonna be keeping animals in this, didn't you? Yes, yeah, you'll find on a concrete slab will be much easier to keep clean than that wood okay. floor in the in the shed okay uh, so for yeah for for what you're talking about, I would lean towards a concrete slab, okay.
3: Well, that sounds good. You've answered my questions. I very much appreciate it.
0: Not a problem. You take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Danny, welcome to KRLD. How can I help you? Yes, yeah, sir.
2: Thank you for taking my call. I've got a question on tankless hot water heaters. I've had – is it okay to mention the brand or – Sure.
0: No? Yeah, okay. we're not politically have... correct here, so you're okay, okay. to t- – Okay,
2: <laughs> great, great. I've had – we've uh, moved to the country in East Texas about 10, 11 years ago have an older home that we remodeled and we put in a we're on propane, put in a tankless ream mm-hmm. hot water heater. And it's worked good now for eleven, twelve years, have had no problems. During this cold snap that we just had, it threw a code on me. The hot water heater never froze up, but it would not heat water. Right. So, so rock on a couple of days, it gets warmer, and the code went away, and it started functioning properly. Okay. So I was, I was talking to a plumber buddy of mine, and he's, he said, nothing wrong with the ream, but he suggested Renai is probably the best one on the market. And it's exterior mount. It's not mounted into the wall. It's mounted on the side of the house with a sheet metal enclosure. There's a sheet metal enclosure on the bottom where the water comes through. Right. It's insulated completely. But I guess basically I was just checking on the Renai hot water heater or if you had another recommendation.
0: Well, I personally recommend Navion, N-A-V-I-E-N. And the main reason I do is they are – more energy-efficient than Rheem or Renai. Uh, the the vent, for instance, is PVC instead of uh, double-wall stainless steel. And so it, it just uh, uses less energy. Now, as far okay. as mounting it outside, is your current one outside? Yes, sir, it is. Okay. Uh, and there is nothing wrong with mounting them outside. They are designed where you can do that. You, uh, we had tons of people call though that had uh, reem renai uh navion and any really any of them that were mounted on the walls outside that froze did they keep water running through them n- n- uh, no okay and and you really can't keep water running through them the whole time enough to keep them from freezing when they're outside that way uh, okay it, it, it if, if possible, they are better inside. If you're going to leave them outside, I typically recommend building a secondary, even though they come with an insulated shelter and everything. Okay. Put a secondary cover over them.
2: Okay. All right. But you don't have any problems with the Renai because that's the brand he happens to handle.
0: No. Nah, if you want to put one of those in, that's fine. But uh, I, got, I got to ask you, if the one you have now is not throwing a code... I mean I'm guessing it was throwing a code simply because of the temperature. I
2: suspect.
0: Why change it?
2: Well, I figured it's 10 it's 11 or 12 years old and I was just concerned about the age.
0: Uh, don't and, don't don't be. Uh tank type okay. water heaters have a lifespan typically of 10 to 12 years. Tankless typically have a lifespan of 20 to 25.
2: Oh, okay. That's good information to have.
0: Yeah, the, the lifespan of, of a tankless is, is much more than a tank type.
2: Okay. Uh, is there any preventive maintenance that you should be doing on these on a yearly basis?
0: Typically one that's uh, the age of yours. They were supposed to be flushed once a year Okay, in, and in order to keep been. the pipes you know, clean and stuff inside. Honestly, most people don't do them. Uh, And that can shorten the lifespan a little bit, but not by okay. much. The newer ones don't require that anymore, but from okay. 10, 10, 11 years ago, it still did. Okay. Jim, thank you very much for your time and your help. Not a problem at all. Mark, welcome to Texas Home Improvement.
3: Hey, Jim, how you doing? Wonderful. Look here, I have these um, wind-driven fans on my house. Yeah. And I also have a solar... A uh, driven attic fan on my house. Should I have both, or should I take out the wind-driven
0: one? You should not have both. Do you have soffit vents? Yes. Okay. Uh, here's what happens when that solar pan, solar fan kicks in. It's going to be drawing air from the wind-driven openings because that's the closest opening path of least resistance. And so it's not letting your soffits do what they should be doing okay
3: all right well thank you i just wanted to know Have
0: a oh, great- all righty you take care and you know that's for everybody if you got ridge vents you close up everything else uh the whirly birds the air hawks everything so that the air comes in through the soffit and goes up to the ridge vent and that moves the air and that's the that's my favorite way of doing it because that is just a natural way to move the air so uh when you start mixing and matching the air is going to move path of least resistance and that starts leaving you dead air space that uh so it's just not getting all the hot air out that you're trying to do georgina how are you today
1: hi i'm good thanks how are you
0: i'm doing wonderful
1: Well, thanks for taking my call. I had a question because uh, the last time I had my house painted, there's some um, wood siding and my front porch area that had cracked and was starting, you know, to age. And the painter said, well, all we can do is paint over it. You know, there isn't going to be much else they were, I guess, willing to do for me. Um, but now it's kind of all peeled and it's cracking again, and I'm wondering, is there, you know, is that something that I could just do with some uh, wood putty and repaint it, or does it have to be replaced?
0: What is that a piece of siding, or what is it that's doing that?
1: Yeah, it's the wood siding um, on a covered porch, you know, the, by the mm-hmm. front door.
0: Okay, but what, is, it, is it the the cover part that's doing this, or the the wall, and, and are we talking about a 4x8 sheet that's doing it, or, or what, are, what what kind of material are we dealing with?
1: Yeah, well, it's the wood siding, and it's it's in several areas, you know, it's just kind of um, tipping, or, like, it's just kind of coming apart, really. I okay. I don't
0: know what else to... So, this is the old 4x8 sheets, then?
1: Yep. Probably, yes.
0: Yeah. Okay, sounds like Masonite. And... Your choice is going to be to replace it, but if you want to get a little more life out of it, you can cut the... It's it, this down at the bottom, right?
1: No, it's actually kind of, you know, uh, midway. Ah. So it's pretty noticeable.
0: Yeah, if it's midway, you're probably going to be stuck with replacing it then.
1: Okay, somebody had suggested covering it with a... You know, but I wasn't sure if that was really something
0: Well, if you doing. cover it, uh, you know, you can put a different type of siding on it. Uh, the problem you're going to run into is you still got that bad wood behind it, and it will continue to rot back there.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. I just wasn't sure if, you know, that was something that could be sanded and kind of, you know, worked on at all, but...
0: If it's just a crack, yes, but if it's rotted wood, no.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, thanks so much. I
0: appreciate it. You You've just heard the best calls and questions from Texas Home Improvement. For more information about our show, go to THIPro.com.